Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix The Originals. I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined once again by... Jamie. And this week, we're going to be discussing the last two episodes of Season 2 of Grace and Frankie, which are The Party and The Coup, or The Coop, if you pronounce it the way I do, because there's a P in it. <laughs> I, really thought, I really thought you were just going to go with coup, and I was like, wow. <laughs> no, I can't. There's, there's, there's a fucking P at the end of it. <laughs> you say herb, and we say herb, because there's a fucking H in it. Exactly. That's yes. how I am. I, I take my letters very literally, and I pronounce all of them all of the time. Fair. But anyways, we'll start our discussion with The Party, which is a very, like, bittersweet episode. And I I love Babe so much, and I wish Uh, she was in this show a lot more than she is. I I feel like watching, when I watched it the first time, I had the impression impression that we saw more of Babe. But I think it's just that her personality is so, like, strong. Yeah, that I just assumed she was in more episodes. But Yeah, just the two. She's just in two, yeah. Well, which maybe that's why, like, what makes her so special, you know? You gotta yeah. cram all of her personality into two short episodes. I guess she makes a, a cameo in, in the last episode as, you know, well, ashes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also as a painting. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which is a very realistic painting of her, almost like a photo. <laughs> yeah, like, did she just do some collage? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still sort of there, and they talk about her a lot, too, not even just in the last episode, but in the future seasons, you know, they periodically bring up like, what would babe do kind of thing. So maybe that's why we have the impression that she's in it more than she actually is because she kind of stays with them. Yeah. Going forward. But the episode kind of opens with like babe explaining to Frankie why she wants to kill herself, which at the end of the previous episode, it kind of just leaves it hanging where babe says, well, you know, she's going to be dead by the end of the party kind of thing. And Frankie doesn't know why, but then we find out it's because her cancer has come back and it's everywhere basically. Right. And yeah. And if you have cancer everywhere, like as she was saying that even if she like accepted treatment, it would prolong her life perhaps, but you know, she, there was really no good outcome. Right. You know, which is sad. It is very sad. And I feel like if I was in that situation where if I had cancer and the doctor said, you know, we can prolong your life by six months, but you're going to die, I wouldn't kill myself. I think I would try something more experimental, like, you know, go to one of these facilities that treat you with, like, nutrition and... You know, some, something like this, if you're going to die anyways, I'd rather die eating a salad than <laughs> die from chemotherapy or something like that, you oh, know? for sure, for sure. <laughs> or you would, think, you would think that given Babe's, like, situation that she would try healers and stuff. Maybe she had been right. before maybe, she came maybe back, but... That's true. She had been out traveling, so it's entirely possible that she had tried something alternative and it just wasn't, reg- you know, regressing the cancer at yeah. all. So it's sad. <laughs> it's sad, but it's sort of, you know, it's, I think, a justified reason if you're deciding to. Yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming her in any all. way. I think yeah. that I completely understand where she's coming from. Oh, for sure. And plus, she's very old, too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I get the impression that she's older even than Grace and Frankie are, you know, maybe oh, yeah. by a few years. And yeah. they're in their 70s as it is. So it's not like she's a 20-something-year-old with terminal cancer. She's near 80 yeah and like she says she's already lived a very full long life yeah her cup runneth over 
Exactly, you know, so she's made her peace with her gods and yeah. this is what she wants to do. Yeah. And so it's interesting watching Frankie sort of like struggle still with the sort of reality of the fact that she's going to be playing a main role in in her death and how yeah. difficult that she's really finding that, you know? And yeah. I think that's only sort of exacerbated by when Grace finds out she is completely against the idea. Right? Yes. And so that at first it, it seems like she's not even going to be there for sort of like the support that I think Frankie's looking for, even though they're fighting at the time. Right. So, and I have to say like jumping forward, the most emotional, I like started welling up when, um, Babe is giving the speech at the end of her party and saying how much she loves everyone and like pointing out people who are there. And then like Grace finally comes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so, <laughs> that's so sweet, you know? Yeah, it is. She kind of realizes maybe Frankie was right when she says you're un- incapable of unconditional <sighs> love. And yeah. she realizes, well, maybe that is kind of how I'm acting. <laughs> right. And while she doesn't agree with Babe's choice, she understands that. Frankie needs her there, you know, and, you know, she needs to go for at least for that reason, you know. Right. And this is, you know, the last chance that she'll ever have to to be with Babe, so. Right. She has to realize that. It, it was really, really sad, too, to, to watch Grace call Brianna, and she was like, you know, did you feel loved as a kid? And she, she really sh- should have called Mallory. Mallory would have yeah, liked her. <laughs> right. And Brianna's just like, no. You don't, you don't love yourself. Like, how do you love us, you know? Right. Which is, I think, a huge blow. And uh. Well, I think for any mom to oh, hear yeah. that, you know, for your kid to be on. And maybe that's why she called Brianna was because she knew Brianna would give her the honest answer. True. Yeah. Whereas Mallory would try to sugarcoat it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that would be hard for any mother to kind of hear, like, no, we we didn't feel unconditional love as children because, you know, it's just you're not unconditional with yourself. How could you be unconditional with us, you know? Yeah. Hard, whatever we say, to swallow. But... <laughs> hard think, to swallow, Phil. <laughs> yeah, but she... It ultimately helps her sort of come to the realization that she needs to be there and helpful. Right. And, and I, she does. And she does. And I... I it's, it was interesting watching the scene when, so when Frankie goes home the first time after the, like talking about the party with, um, with Babe and she sees the cop there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who had to bring her, had to bring Grace home. Yeah. And the, it's kind of like, you know, she, Grace didn't realize the extent to what, uh, the extent to like all of the things, the extent to which. I don't know sure. what she, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like all the, th- she didn't really remember all the things that she had done and how that really affected Frankie. Yeah. But it was kind of funny when she was naming all the stuff. She was like, you did this in front of my boys and blah, blah, blah. And you ate my cake with two hands. And the only thing <laughs> Grace says is I ate cake. Yeah. Like that's what she <laughs> takes away from that. <laughs> that's the most surprising thing to her. Not that she was rude and terrible. But right. That she <laughs> And then, of course, she is sort of apologetic and ultimately tries to buy her off with wind chimes, which is a very good foreshadowing of the next episode. When yes, yeah, when for Fra- Frankie's like, "Stop trying to buy me off," like Robert used to do to you. And, yeah, and Grace, and Grace is just is sort all of, like, "He never did that." <laughs> right, like very much in denial about it. Right, but uh, and I think that like grace is she's like she doesn't want to believe that the things she said were like 
her fault. You know, like right. she tries to blame it like, oh, I was having the worst day of my life. I was completely wasted. You know, you can't blame me for for what I said to you when I was in that condition. You know, it's not how I really feel. Right. But and, and I don't really think it's how Grace actually feels about Frankie. Mm-hmm. But I think that she was looking for someone to blame for the oh. way that she was feeling, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And Frankie was an easy person to to blame. Yeah, absolutely. But I did I did like that Frank, I think we brought this up in the last episode too. And when Frankie's in this episode, she says, you know, you can't blame me for pushing you towards, uh, what's his name? Phil. Phil. You can't blame <laughs> me for pushing you towards Phil because I told you not to take it further, which is a point right. we made last time and. And it's true, like, you know, you can be angry to an extent, perhaps, but like, you know, Frankie was only trying to help her and she was ultimately the one who made the decision to sleep with Phil. Right. Which sort of led to the shit show that was, you know? Right. And and when Frankie says that to her, Grace is even like, how can you say that? Like, you know, how can you put the blame on me? Yeah. But like, well, I mean, because it's your fault, Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, welcome to reality. (laughs) This is, you made that decision. Um, maybe Frankie encouraged you to do something, but even, you know, even though Frankie was insistent that you meet back up with Phil, you still didn't have to do it. You're a grown ass woman, you know, Right. you never had to, you didn't do it. You did it because you wanted to, you know? Yeah. Uh, Grace. (laughs) But yeah. But uh, yeah, sad episode, you know, very, it concludes with babe actually you know killing herself um using a combination of drug pudding (laughs) oh my god helium balloons yes just (laughs) just for a safety or whatever she says yeah (laughs) put a bag over her head filled with helium (laughs) did you did you notice that um when grace is is saying goodbye to babe frankie almost eats some of the pudding yeah she's like oopsie (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would say that would be a mistake (laughs) that was funny I, had not, I don't think I'd noticed that the last time. Oh. <laughs> um, See, yeah. I've watched the show too many times now. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess the other ep- the other main storyline here is just kind of fodder to make it make us realize how Mallory is sort of like relying more on Robert and Saul for some things in her life rather than Grace, you know, specifically mm-hmm. with And Mitch. also rather than her husband. Yeah. Yeah. She's- going towards the two of them which to begin with her husband is a gynecologist so and it's kind of made clear that he's not her gynecologist which is weird you think if you were a gynecologist and your wife was having a baby you would want to be the doctor kind of involved in that process (laughs) but he's not so that's strange yeah um it's kind of it's kind of funny that robert is like appalled and disgusted anytime that like uh, the word like vagina is uttered or or when Mallory's like quite frankly I'm not really that that like um sure of my blowjob skills and he's like no no I mean I guess I can understand like a father not wanting to picture his daughter having sex or doing anything like (laughs) that sure it's just kind of it's just kind of silly he is kind of prudish about it yeah I guess it fits with his, like, you know, Irish Catholic character. But... That's true. He does make a point of saying he's never been to therapy because he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny how they introduced this whole thing, though, with, like, <laughs> with Madison, the um, the girl. Not not me. Not you. Record. <laughs> <laughs> Just being like this fucking guy. I know. <laughs> and I love the realization when Saul's like, 
I'm this fucking guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes, little Madison is expressing my true feelings. Yes. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> Every time I see him come on the screen. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. I used to think that Brianna was my least favorite character, but now oh, I'm my pretty God. sure it's Saul. She's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, she's, I mean, the thing about Brianna is that she's sort of, like, heartless for the long, for a long time, and very cold, and so, like, once you sort of, like, realize that's her shtick, I feel like it's easier to see the humor in that, you know? Right, yeah, you just kind of get used to that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's pretty much what happened in... Well, party, we do right? have like the discussion with um, with Mallory and Robert. She kind of is like concerned that Mitch is cheating on her, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which we find out like isn't the case. But I feel like it just it shows a lot of disconnect in their relationship to like even be, yeah. being worried about that to begin with. You know, he, because he's distant, he's not around, and she's got you know two and a half kids basically. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I mean, yeah, that's kind of like a real issue if you don't even feel comfortable communicating with your partner about like exactly that type like, of stuff. Like, why are you never here? Are you sleeping with somebody else? Right. But, I mean, not necessarily that your partner would then tell you the truth, but the first right, step should probably be to, yeah. <laughs> you know, talk about your issues. But yeah. Uh, oh, the only other thing I guess I wanted to talk about in this episode was like when Grace is trying to talk Babe out of killing herself, she's uh-huh. using the arguments of like, you know, what if there's a new medicine that hasn't been invented yet? You know, it could just be right around the corner. And I feel like that's an argument people use a lot when mm-hmm. it comes to, you know, people giving up on diseases or refusing treatment or whatever. And like, it's very unrealistic because if the medicine hasn't been invented yet, it's going to be years <laughs> right. and years before it's gone through like all of the testing and then into human trials and get an FDA approval before, you know, they're actually going to be able to to use it to treat anybody. It's just not like a realistic. Right. I mean, and it's it's realistic for the episode for Grace to say that because that's kind of what people say. Oh, but yeah. In reality, like it's such a long process for new medications to be invented that <laughs> it's not invented by that point. It's not going to help you, kind of. Thing. Right, and for Babe, who has like sort of advanced stage cancer that's spread everywhere, it's kind of like there's not really much hope that you know she's going to last years to right, be able exactly. to benefit from that. So, right, no, I feel like just even the way that she she acts towards the end like she's kind of in pain like it kind of thinks yeah. makes me feel like she's at the end and if she didn't have chemo she would probably die within a few months and if yeah. she did it would maybe be a couple months longer than that kind of thing like she's not killing herself years prematurely no. she's towards the end as it is yeah oh <sighs> babe um any other good quotes from this episode um, I liked when she, when uh, Frankie saw the cop and she was like, oh my God, I was right. Minority Report is real. <laughs> I love that. I ate cake was good. Um, oh, I liked also Babe when she said, they also make fudge that'll knock your balls up your ass. Yeah, yeah I had that one. I was like, that God, that sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, but I'm imagining any balls getting knocked up my ass would not be great. No. <laughs> That's overstepping a bound or two. <laughs> I also like when Babe said, I have naked lady mub flaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I feel like there was one other. Oh, just like little things Babe said, like, it's all cool in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
feel like oh. everything that is great. Oh, also when Grace does say to Frankie, like, how can you say that? And she's like, my brain says message <laughs> to my mouth, neurology, Grace. Yeah. Like, kicks her out. <laughs> neurology, Grace. <laughs> Uh, this isn't a quote, but when they show the computer screen of Babe's friend kind of like Skyping in from Austria or um, Antarctica, yeah, I feel like her friend should have been indoors and not just like standing outside in the freezing cold. I guess they wanted <laughs> the to reinforce behind you. Yeah, inside. I guess they wanted to reinforce that she was like in Antarctica, but it's like that. You I could do that with a window, it. maybe. I don't know. Right. Like, I would have believed it regardless. Yeah. You didn't need to be standing outside all bundled <laughs> up like an Eskimo. Well, I feel like your equipment would just freeze, too. Like that's... That, too. Like, <laughs> go inside. <laughs> Seems improbable, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much what happened in season two, episode 12. Yeah. The party, which brings us to the coup. The coop. So we have Babe, who is now reduced to ashes, which I love that her urn is the uh, piece of cookware or whatever that was that, yeah. that Grace I don't know borrowed what, from her. I don't know what that thing was. They called it something, and I don't remember what it was. I know. I don't know either. I, did, I, I don't know what its purpose would have been. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe idea. like serving punch or something. It looked like it had a spout on the front yeah, of it. Yeah. Maybe it gently pour Babe's ashes out of it. They could, but instead, Grace just knocks her over. Well, that's until the end. <laughs> I do love when that happens, though. She's just like, Frankie's like, help me scoop her up. Yeah. And, then, and then she's just kind of like, well, she always did love the beach. And throws it up in the air. And oh my Grace God. is like, oh, I got some babe in my mouth. <laughs> Savory. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but, but like yeah. they're, re- they're returning from a memorial service and they yeah. find gifts from Babe that I don't know how she arranged them to be there waiting Maybe, for them. Maybe, uh, <laughs> what's his name? The surfer guy. Skipper. Skipper. <laughs> but um, Frankie gets paintbrushes yeah. that Babe had to sleep with somebody to get. Two Spaniards. Two Spaniards. <laughs> and she's rented gallery space for Frankie to fill up and uh, have an art show. Which is show. so sweet. Yeah. It really is. And, like, you know, it just shows that Babe believes in her as an artist and she doesn't want her, like, she doesn't want Frankie to forget that she is an artist. Yeah. And it, what were her last words? Like, get moving toots or something? Yeah. And I mm-hmm. like that uh, Frankie then, like, has that put on her, like, I don't know what you'd call that, like, roof beam in her studio <laughs> that says get moving to its babe and i was like oh that's sort of like a nice sort of motivation yeah. and grace's motivation <laughs> <laughs> is a vibrator yeah <laughs> which i don't know that i really approve of the way that vibrator looks i mean like it looks says, looks like a microphone yeah it'll make you sing <laughs> grace is just like oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it just feels like I don't know. I would. I wouldn't choose that vibrator for myself. I mean, I don't think I. I don't know that I'm familiar with what vibrators typically look like, but that's quite know. quite not, the hefty vibrator. Yeah, like not like a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Whatever. That's her paintbrush. You know? And okay, so Frankie tried to like you know tricks Grace into admitting that she's never used a vibrator before. Yeah. And so like and Frankie's like other than a man's penis would it be used and Grace is just like a man's penis. So is are they implying that Grace has never masturbated before like at all? Uh, I <laughs> either that or there it's like she was specifying like with object 
like a different object and maybe that's where she's like the only other thing like the only foreign body that's been inserted as a man's penis maybe do people go through life without ever having masturbated i mean probably (laughs) but like i don't feel like grace is one of those people yeah (laughs) you know i mean she's a little bit prudish but she's also like a strong woman you know and she's clearly not afraid of her sexuality you know given where this season the series goes so like she's really that was her first time masturbating you know like i don't know i'm not sure i believe that no it seems a bit suspicious (laughs) and i hope not gosh (laughs) listeners if you've never masturbated please pause the podcast right now (laughs) go into your room (laughs) or wherever you feel comfortable i guess busy (laughs) (laughs) just whatever you do watch your wrist for your arthritis yes if you're an elderly woman just be careful with your wrist <laughs> which Anyways. the like aftermath of all of that with the wrist is so funny with her like just like immediately making up these excuses or like before anyone even asks when she's at bud party she's just yeah. kind of like calligraphy, calligraphy. you know okay <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is as good, though, as, like, when Frankie and Grace are sitting at the table at Robert and Saul's, and Grace, or Frankie's like, oh, what was your technique? Was it more like this? And you just see Bud in the background, like, witnessing this. (laughs) And he just, like, sits the cookie down and leaves. (laughs) Yes. After she calls it her cookie rumbler. Yes. Maybe you just haven't found the right cookie rumbler yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is... A cool, like, nice segue into the next season, really. It's, well, yeah, this whole episode leads up to that. But, yeah. um... Yes. It's it's good. It's good to know that after Grace does get the vibrator from Babe, she actually uses it, yeah. you know? Seemingly pretty much right away, you know, within yeah. the next day, she's broken it out, and her arthritis has flared up <laughs> from her 30 minutes, or 30, <laughs> 30 seconds... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should hope it would take thirty minutes, but maybe. Well, know, we don't know because she, she said really that. A good time. Yeah, she said within the first thirty seconds it flared up, but she fought through the pain and that's true. Left it all on the field, whatever she said. <laughs> like maybe it did thirty minutes, as she explains later in the episode. As your yeah. body's age, you know, it takes longer for you to get off. True. <laughs> I love when like Frankie's like, yeah, Saul. <laughs> <laughs> who's is it bud who's like oh mom that's just low yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like in addition to grace and frankie discussing their masturbating habits yep. throughout this episode there's also a lot of um i don't know evidence or instances mm-hmm. of their family kind of making them feel like they're not worth it, yeah. you know, like they're invisible. Mallory calls, you know, Grace the dupe. Um, Coyote implies that Frankie has nothing going on in her life. Yeah. Frankie finds out that Saul has lied to her all these years <sighs> about Hitler's circumcision. Yeah. Um, Grace finds out that Robert ha- buying her gifts in bulk. And it's just like all these things kind of pile on, which like leads to this amazing outburst at the end of the episode. That's so good. <laughs> I love it so much. There's a good there's a good um, example of how Brianna's very just like cold and uncaring yes. in that oh. moment too. Where she's just like sifting through the jewelry and she's like, now just to circle back. Yeah, I can't, this all is all this is free, right? <laughs> and Mallory's just kinda like shaking her head, like, no. 
None um, of it really looked like Brianna's style that much anyways. It no. was kind of like older, chunkier jewelry that Grace would wear. Yeah. Maybe which, Brianna just wanted to sell it. Yeah. Which is, ugh. I can't believe, I mean, I can totally believe that Robert is the type to do that for sure. But like to not be able to see how that's problematic. Right. I'm like, come on. As she said, like, it's like a dog treat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like maybe when she asks him, like, would you do this to Saul? Would you go out and buy him 30 pairs of, what was it? Argyle socks? Something. (laughs) Something, (laughs) Something, you know, and then like, he kind of like. It dawns on him a little bit, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I wouldn't do that for, for him, kind of Yeah. Thing. Well, it'd be but different if he was like, actually, I do have a box of yeah, Actually, here they are. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> like, I have been getting a lot of Argyle socks lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think he starts to realize the... But the he's still very defensive of his motives. Oh, like, yeah. you know, he was doing it for her kind of thing. Um, but, like, I totally agree with Grace that... It was low for him to be doing that at all. Yeah. How do you feel about what Saul did? Like, not him telling her about it, but, like, to begin with, the lie to begin with years ago. I I think it really did come from a good place. Like, yeah. as he said, like, she thought she was going colorblind. She was, you know, really feeling insecure about her art. So I, th- I kind of support the move. I think it was a good thing because clearly she sort of embraced that moment and that helped her sort of become the artist that she, that led her to the spot that she is now. Right. Like I, I do understand why he did it and where he was coming from, but I think maybe the better option would have been to say like Kenny Loggins saw it and, you know, said really great things about it, really liked your painting, you know, instead of saying that he bought it right off the wall to say, you know, he saw it and he really, he thought it was amazing, you know, kind of thing. It's true. Um, you know, but yeah. I don't know. No, maybe I, she would have wanted his contact number back then too. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Yeah. It's a tough, that one's a little more delicate. I, that's as like Saul kind of said that that one wasn't self-serving, which, you know, I arguably like Robert's just like sort of taking care of grace by like having an endless supply of things in a box Right. Is really just to make it so that he never has to worry about it again. So it's more for him than for Grace. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it, it's a different sort of situation, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's very Saul to have done something like that. Yeah. Been like I take this, you know, into my own hands and fix this problem in some way. And I think that's largely what Frankie doesn't like about it is the fact that he's trying to fix her, you know? Yeah. Like, you didn't need to do that, you know? You could have just supported me kind of thing. Right. But... Yeah. <sighs> but that's all for you. That oh, And the way he handles the whole situation before telling Frankie that he had lied to her about Kenny Loggins was just so frustrating <laughs> like like okay you've been lying to her for years about this maybe you should just keep lying to her so like give her the painting back and be like kenny loggins you know said that he you can have the painting back but he can't make it to your art show he's busy or something like that right. and that would have that would have ended it you know i asked him and he has plans that day or whatever <laughs> right yeah but instead he's just kind of like oh you can't talk to him it's impossible right. he just handles the entire situation in the most <laughs> Saul way possible. Yeah, including grabbing Bud's phone from Coyote and chucking it across the room. Right? Like, okay, that doesn't break the website. It's right. Just, it's <laughs> uh, uh, Saul. 
But yeah. But yeah, so all of that leads to this amazing outburst at the end of the episode where Grace and Frankie call everyone in the room out on all of the shit that they've been doing over the past couple of seasons, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and can, like kind of climaxes, if you will, with Grace <laughs> and Frankie announcing that they're going to go into business together, making vibrators for women with arthritis. Yeah. And I love, I love how Brianna's just kind of like, there's no old people who are going to be interested in using an old vibrator or something. And uh, Grace just kind of like shows her wrist and she's like, there he is. I'm, I'm in agony. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, oh, that's so bad. And we're like, I'm like, come on. Yeah, I know. I'm Older like, women uh, masturbate too. Right. right. Clearly. Clearly. That's kind of, yeah, I guess it's kind of the stick that's a cool thing that the show sort of is approach is breaching because the there is i think like in society a stigma that like old people don't have sex they're not you know they don't masturbate like they're not sexually active sort of folks right but i think that's just generally not true yeah and i feel like there's aspects of it that are true. Like, you know, your libido does sure. decrease. You're not masturbating every day, three times a day or anything. <laughs> <laughs> not that I've ever done that. And, <laughs> and like, it does take longer for them to get off. And there are, you know, you have to be, if you're with somebody, it's going to be like slower and more gentle kind of thing. But yeah. it doesn't mean that that part of their life is over completely. Right. right. So that's kind of a cool thing that they're bringing up in the show and sort of pursue. Yeah, I mean, like, they really do dive into so many aspects of older women that I just, I love the the fact that the show does that. Yeah. I really want my mother to watch the show. I think she would enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. I went to see, this is sort of relevant to Grace and Frankie. I went to see Book Club with her. Oh, yeah, um, which felt like the episode when she's like, in next season when she's trying to show the vibrator to her friends. I was like, yes. this is this is just Grace. With... It is, like, like the, because Jane Fonda's in it, too. Yeah. And, like, she plays basically the same character, Grace, <laughs> named Vivian in the show. And also, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays Grace's first boyfriend there, um, oh, Guy. Yeah. yeah. That actor, he's in the show too, or in, in the movie. Oh yeah, he's like one of the other women's husband. Yeah. Yep, and it's it's such a. Did you see it? You saw no, it. no, I haven't yet. You should because it's it's so good. Is it okay? <laughs> I mean, it's like watching a sh- uh, Grace and Frankie, like a whole okay. two-hour episode of Grace and Frankie. Basically, it's really, really good. Okay, I'll have to go see it. I was contemplating it, and then I was like. Um, I don't know if I would really find it interesting, but the only like weird part about it is that they use like it's a group of four older ladies who are have been in a book club for like forty years, and every month they alternate who gets to pick the book. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Vivian, who Jane Fonda, who it's her turn, so she picks Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's not about that book at all, but it's just about that book kind of awakening a part of them that they had forgotten about, like a reawakening their sexuality. And okay. it's, it's really good, you know, because they're all, they're all older ladies and it's really funny. My mom and I were laughing out loud in the theater Aww. together. Like it's really, cool. you would enjoy it. I'll, maybe I'll see that tonight after tap. Yes. If it's still playing in a few days, I'd totally go and see it again. Oh. FYI. Yeah. I even have it's free, that good. I even have some free passes for movies. So we might. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And it, so it probably would still be 
playing oh, this yeah. end of the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. I would totally go and see it again. All right. It's that good. Anyways, shout out to Book Club <laughs> <laughs> and Jane Fonda in general for being amazing. Yes. Cool. <laughs> but that pretty much sums up this episode. They make a really dramatic exit. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> and walk out the door. <laughs> and that's kind of where this episode yeah. is left with the idea that they're going to go into business together, yep. making they... vibrators and depend on their wear for. Huh. And they end on the beach where they're, yes. they usually end and begin, which is cool. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah. That wraps up season two of Grace and Frankie. Yeah. I went by quickly. And where we'll be going from here, we're not sure yet. <laughs> I know. The next episode of whatever it is will be recorded with the two of us in the same room. Yes, for the first time for this podcast. That is very true. That'll be exciting. So, well, if you have an idea of what you would like us to tackle next, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd be happy to do anything that is a Netflix original. Exactly. Cool. All right. Until next week, then. All right. Goodbye. Bye.